When you wake up in the morning and check your phone, does it feel like this or like this? Because with Shopify, your morning can feel like this way more often. That's the sound of a sale being made on your new Shopify store. And while client payments may require weeks or months of work, you can start generating a semi-passive income to grow your business by setting up a Shopify store all of your own. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your latest designs on shirts or bags or adding something totally different to your business, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. You can sell online, you can sell in person, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. With Shopify, you can set up your store in minutes and start selling immediately. And Shopify's award-winning support is there to help you as you go. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash freelance. That's all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash freelance to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash freelance or click the link in our show description and start waking up to this. Whether you want to travel more or communicate better with international clients, you need to try Babbel. I've used Babbel's courses and you can do the same in order to learn real life conversation skills in a different language, order food, ask for directions, or speak to clients without having to use translation apps. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash freelance. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash freelance, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash freelance. Rules and restrictions apply. Season one of Freelance to Founder is sponsored by FreshBooks, the number one invoicing software for freelancers and solopreneurs. Having started with just one person and growing to serve thousands of customers, FreshBooks knows exactly what it takes to scale your solo business. And a huge part of scaling is getting paid what you deserve and on time. With FreshBooks, you can send an invoice in less than 30 seconds. Plus, they have this really cool feature where you can see when your client has opened their invoice and schedule automatic follow-up emails that trigger if they forget to pay. To try FreshBooks free for 30 days, visit freshbooks.com FTF and enter FTF in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Thanks and enjoy today's episode of Freelance to Founder. They literally were based in the back of a coffee shop in Saratoga Springs, New York, to working with a major commercial uh, ad agency producing like a five plus million dollar commercial. It was just crazy to think of that kind of ride that they have had. For Mello, I'm Dallin Wright, and this is Freelance to Founder. On today's show, we're talking coffee. More specifically, a coffee company that lifted its small town operation from the precipice of failure to massive sales. The founder of this company, Mike Brown, is going to walk us through his amazing story that I am proclaiming to be the feel-good story of our season, which is pretty ironic considering the company sports death in their name. A little disclaimer, we have included a couple of censored putty words, but they are censored and they are minor. My friends, Mike Brown of Death Wish Coffee. You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. 
If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because Hydro pairs the effectiveness of rowing with the power of technology to connect you with over 5,000 video trainings, classes, and workouts. And get ready to get out from behind your home desk because after a few months of daily rowing with Hydro, your partner's gonna wanna take you out for a night on the town to show you off. This spring, join the growing rowing community at Hydro. Head over to hydro.com and use code FREELANCE to save up to $400 off your Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. Hydro.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people calling with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs, and did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. You want like the short version, medium version, or long version? Came out of college as an accountant. Well, I came out of college not knowing what I wanted to do. So I looked online trying to find jobs, nothing but accounting positions available. So I was like, well, maybe I should take some accounting classes to get get into one of these jobs. So I went I went back to school, got an accounting degree, got a job for the state controller at the state controller's office in New York. Being an accountant, it was one of the worst, I think, well, what, not the worst decision. It, it was okay. But at the same time, it, I knew it wasn't for me right away. So I quit one day and decided to take a year off. And I hung out in coffee shops a lot. And from there, I, you know, fell in love with the atmosphere. Um, I fell in love with um, coffee. Actually, I started, I only started drinking coffee when I was 25. You know, when my mom wasn't in the room, I'd go in and I'd drink her tea. So you know, one day I came in, I drank. I thought I was drinking her tea, I drank her coffee, and it, it made me feel sick for the rest of the day. So I stayed away from it for, for quite some time after that. It gave me like anxiety and stuff. Uh, I was having a hard time making it through the day um, at the controller's office. So my buddy's like, hey, Mike, why don't you try drinking coffee? You know, you wake us up for the second half of the day. But I just thought, you know, I have a little bit of money in the bank. Maybe I'll try to buy a coffee shop. And I made a couple attempts at that until I finally bought one. I didn't really know how to run a business. I didn't know how to make the coffee drinks. I didn't know how to basically do anything. I didn't really know how to manage people. <laughs> and this was back in 2008. So I learned the hard way. After listening to a few of these successful business owners, I'm seeing a correlation with starting a business at the worst possible time. 
Nothing ventured, nothing gained. However, would you want to go through Mike's purification process? Boy, boy, it was it was really, and then it re- got really bad for a while because you know I, I went through all my all my savings. I had to sell one one house, rent out my other house, move back in with my mom, borrow money from my mom to pay my employees. It was getting real bad, and behind on taxes, sales tax, property tax. Ugh, it was a nightmare. So much credit card debt, calling these credit card companies, cutting deals with them. Well, you're going to get nothing or I could give you like 40 cents on the dollar. A lot of them took it. Yeah, that's the economy now. Basically a, a credit mess. It was failure. That was kind of my, my, my biggest fear going into it. What's the worst, what's the worst thing that could happen? And it happened. <laughs> you know, I was there with my mom and I'm living behind her garage and I was on my computer. Like, what the hell am I going to do? I've started reading a lot. I'm like, maybe I just don't know enough. So I started reading a lot of books, business books, online marketing books. You know, I really started seeing that, I don't know, a lot of successful entrepreneurs moving online. And this was in 2010. I was like, well, you know, I I have all this coffee. I'm playing with it. I know enough about it. Maybe I'll put together my own blend and and try selling it online. I had no like real strategy in mind. I'm like, I'm just going to make something that's cool. That I think's good. My customers are already asking me for strong coffee. So I like, I went and I Googled, you know, what's the strongest coffee? There wasn't anything out there. I put together the strongest beans I could find. I knew like which, which beans had more caffeine, which beans had, you know, tasted good. And, and I blended them together enough to know, you know what I wanted. Since coffee's a crop, it'll change you know, year after year after year. But if you get, if you put together a blend, you can kind of blend different coffees year after year to have the same flavor and the same profile. I was just getting roasted beans from, you know, different roasters in the area um, until I found the exact, I guess, ratio and beans that I wanted. And then I worked through a toll roaster. And what that is, that's just a roaster who, you know, I'll, I'll get the beans and put together. They, they'll just roast for me. So I did that in the beginning to kind of get going until I could afford my own roaster. With the product worked out to Mike's liking, it was on to finding his market. I should say here, as we get into this, that I find it incredibly interesting that although Mike was in a small town in upstate New York, his goal from the beginning was the wider online market. His vision was not limited to his own community. So I put together this website and... I started marketing online, and by marketing online, I, I mean I was doing a couple Facebook ads, getting a getting a sale like here and there. And then the one thing we did because I didn't have any money, I would just call up or, or email uh, influencers like they had some, they had an audience, like bloggers, people who run podcasts, news reporters, and I'd be like, hey, here's here's a bag of coffee. Would you mind reviewing it for me? And at that time, not that many people were doing that. And people just love to get free So people be like, yeah, sure, this is awesome. Thank you so much. And then a couple big blogs posted, hey, check out this coffee. It's really strong. And Caffeine Informer uh, told us the strongest coffee in the world. And I'm like, oh, this is good. We got some momentum here. In March of 2013, Good Morning America called. And they said, hey, Mike, uh, we heard about your coffee on this blog. Can we come up and talk to you about it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, when are you going to be here? And they're like, well, we're going to be here there in about four hours. I, I had everyone like, I'm like, hey, you guys got to clean the store. Like, make, make sure it looks perfect. And I had to close the store down early. And I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to like afford to have to close the store early? But they came up, they shot the commercial. And the next day they opened Good Morning America drinking Death Wish coffee. 
remember Sam Champion was a weatherman at the time. He's like, yeah, this is pretty good coffee. I'm, he's like, I'm a coffee expert. This is pretty smooth. We had thousands and thousands of orders rolled in all at once. And that's the story of Death Wish Coffee. Of course, that's not really the story of Death Wish Coffee. Challenges bring opportunity, but only if you can overcome said challenges. Good Morning America alone does not a success story make. Although, to be fair, that was pretty awesome. I learned real quick that my website wasn't where it needed to be to handle that many sales. Neither was my shopping platform. Neither was my facility. I was right at that point, I was in the basement of my coffee shop running this online business, and we only had about 100 square feet. There was only me and another girl working, and all of a sudden, I got thousands and thousands and thousands of orders to fulfill, and no real like shipping service, no nothing. And I was like, I thought it was the greatest thing in the world, you know? So I'm, I'm captured every I'm captured every one of these email addresses for everyone that like opted in. I had to refund about half of those orders because I just couldn't fulfill. I couldn't fulfill them. I didn't have enough coffee. I didn't have enough coffee bags or labels or, or the manpower. But we did go and fulfill every one of them. But we refunded them, you know, from the some of the people that had to wait longer than expected. I was pulling customers out of my coffee shop to come work for me in the basement. Three of them still work for me today. They're like my top guys. We were actually started growing. You know, we, we had this nice email list of people who liked our coffee. Um, we, kept, we kept growing that. We kept, you know, trying new things, kept doing what worked, stopped doing what didn't work. Everyone that works for me, we're not experts in our field. We just kind of, if we don't know how to do something, we Google it or we ask somebody. We got some momentum going. You know, we're having a decent amount of sales. Uh, I, I attempted to build my first Shopify store. The logo, it's a little crude. Just a... Uh... A little low quality. Um, the font is kind of obscured by the fog in the back of it. That's my daughter Taylor's reaction to the original site. More specifically, the original logo on that site. You should look it up for yourself on archive.org to see how far they've come. Ah, oh, please, please do. Please do. Please do it. And I'll tell you why. Some people are embarrassed about it. And people tell me, you should be embarrassed about that. And you want to know what? I'm not. That, the conversion rate on that, that awful site that I built the first time, was it was amazing. I had the right idea. You know, I had the testimonials. This coffee should be illegal. Thanks. <laughs> That's just... That's just a good one. But business cannot live on testimonials, fantastic press, and sheer willpower alone. The situation with Death Wish is very interesting. That's Chris Pointer, founder of Pointer Creative. And his company helped reshape the Death Wish Coffee website into what you see today. And we realized we had something here and we needed to get something that looked a little more professional. It wasn't quite getting across the whole branded experience of Death Wish that they were going for. They definitely hired a web designer. This looks very professional. We built this really cool site, and as a result, their sales went up. They started making more money. We started working together regularly. They started spending more money. And that's the thing with Chris's team. You know, he allows us to test things out. You know, we're always changing things. He probably thinks it's a pain in the ass, but... You know, you got to, you have to, you have to test things on your website to see what pages are working, which ones aren't. Little by little, they started implementing all of the tools necessary to really, really grow your brand. And as a result, their influence and their customers voted for them and and got them into the, the biggest stage possible. And after the break, we'll hear exactly what that world stage was. 
Season one of Freelance to Founder is sponsored by a company that also started with just one employee and has grown to serve thousands of customers. That company's name? FreshBooks. Lots of Miller readers and listeners use FreshBooks every day to manage their growing business. Kay from kdbranding.com joined FreshBooks just last year. I love its streamlined user interface, she said. It makes everything quick and easy so I can focus my time on doing what I love, not accounting. It takes just a few minutes to make an invoice and you can track everything, even exactly when your client opens the invoice and of course when they make a payment. Since I started using FreshBooks, I have never looked back. To join Kay and try FreshBooks free for 30 days, visit freshbooks.com slash FTF and enter FTF in the how did you hear about us section. Companies like FreshBooks help us here at Milo create high quality content 100% free. If you'd like to hear more shows like this in the future, take a second and support this season's sponsor, FreshBooks. Now, back to the show. When we left off, things were about to get a little crazy for this small New York-based coffee company. Shopify had this build a business competition and they try to see who get get the most revenue before the end of the competition's over. So we joined that and we actually won it. We actually won it, but they didn't give it to us because they said we were too big when we started. And I don't know. I did. I didn't. I was very upset. And my team was like, they felt like a little spited, you know. But another larger competition showed up in Mike's newsfeed shortly after that loss. A chance to win a Super Bowl commercial promoting their company. I told my team, like, yo, guys, we're going to win this. I'm like, we got a we got a strong we got a strong brand. You know, we got some social media love. So we came together with like just one focus for the next six months. And all we were doing is trying to win this competition where, you know, trying to drive people on the Internet to our voting link. Whoever got the most votes uh, would go on to the next round in the competition. And they said, hey, Mike, we're going to go around to the three locations again um, just to do one more follow up video thing interview. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So but anyways, we go up to my business and they said, hey, did you get your check yet? And I'm like, check. I'm like, no, I didn't get a check. And the second and third place contestants, they actually won something, too. They won a check to you know, help their business. I'm like, no, we didn't. And everyone heard. All my team heard him like, oh, man, we didn't win. And we were all kind of bummed out. They gathered like the team around and they're interviewing me and I'm all bummed out. Then they kind of surprised me out of the blue. They're like, well, what would you say if we told you you won? What would I say? And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, man, they're like just twisted. They're like just twisting for my emotions. I'm like, I don't know what I'd say. Like, it'd be great. And then they told me I won. My team came, we all hugged, and it was like a big ta-da. We popped champagne, got drunk, and then smashed everything in the office. (laughs) We destroyed everything. It was like uh, six months of doing nothing but trying to win this thing and then thinking we're going to lose, and then it was like uh, like a riot in there. But um, we got new furniture. (laughs) After the euphoria of winning, the Death Wish team didn't have much time to glory in their win. They had a commercial to make. Three general storyboard ideas were pitched to Mike, and he had 24 hours to decide what direction to go. But it was actually easy for him to choose. I actually had a dream about this Viking ship that night, and um, I woke up and like, oh, that's definitely the one. The day of reckoning is upon us! I actually built that Viking ship in about over a weekend. 
from scratch, and it was on this uh, platform that had hydraulics, and it would like just go like this, and there was this giant blue screen around it. So a lot of it was CGI. I got to see a side that I didn't think I'd ever get to see. Death Wish Coffee, fiercely caffeinated. We didn't have really the resources to, I guess, amp up as much as we'd like. So we had to reach out to some third-party roasters and packagers. We reached out to Shopify. We're like, hey, can this website handle this much traffic if it comes in? And they're like, oh, yeah, it'll be fine. And I had no way of judging exactly what type of impact a Super Bowl commercial was going to to give an online business. Enter stage left. Chris's accounting credentials and his Good Morning America experience. Just to get a starting point, I found out how many people watch Good Morning America, oh, 6 million people every morning, and I saw how many sales we had uh, after we were on Good Morning America, and then I'm like, okay, the Super Bowl is going to get 110 million people. What's that correlate to? Um, and it was like, holy number like we're gonna need like this many tons of coffee i'm like how are we gonna get this so we just did our best and got as much inventory in our inventory channels as possible after all the prep the guessing the hard work of winning and yes after the trashing of the office it was finally time for the super bowl the death wish team was flown out to san francisco for a rooftop party they threw us a party on the top floor in the penthouse of this uh skyscraper overlooking the bay and we had ice sculptures and best food I've ever had and a full bar and uh, football, like uh, like video games and photo booths. And, you know, they let me bring my team out and my, my family. We had a war room set up with all our computers to, to keep an eye on our website to make sure it didn't crash. In the third quarter, the commercial went live and I had my phone in my hand and I'm watching my traffic on my website. We put it like a like a product page right on our landing page. We actually haven't changed it yet either. It was so successful. Um, it boosted our conversion rate by over, I think, like one and a half percent, which is big when you're talking all that many people. And within about ten minutes, we had a, about 150,000 people on our site at once, and it didn't crash. And it was going faster. I'm, I kept I kept refreshing. I'm like, wow, keep speeding up. I'm like, this is amazing. We did more sales in that two hours than of any point in our existence. <laughs> it's one of those, I hear those like astronauts that like go to space and after they come back, they're like, all right, what do we do now? Uh, I was kind of like that. I'm like, well, what the heck do I do now? <laughs> you know, we'd travel a little bit and go to a couple conventions in 2015 and a couple people would be like, oh, I heard of that coffee. And then in 2016, when we traveled, it was a totally different story. People recognize us everywhere and are like, oh, yes, I love that coffee. So in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, just the recognition factor was there. And when people think of strong coffee now, I think they think of Death Wish. We tripled our revenue between 2015 and 2016, uh, which isn't so bad. Happy about that. You know, I grew my team. My team went from uh, 11 people and we're almost at 20 now. We bought some more machines to bring in production, to bring in some more production and, you know, to make our product better. We're always improving every day. And Mike now has the ability to pursue interests he didn't have the time or finances to even consider in the past, as well as the confidence to take on large marketing opportunities a small company might be fearful of taking on. And we were able to raise almost $20,000 for Run Dead and uh, for Special Olympics. And we worked with... uh, Toys for Togo. It's like a Toys for Tots program this year. And we're able to like 
you know, the community knows who we are now in, in upstate New York. So we're able to bring in, I think we, we have a free pound of coffee away for everyone who brought, brought in a toy. So we got like five, over 500 toys. And these people are bringing in like slides and the most amazing toys I've ever seen. Drones, remote cars. It was, it was pretty cool. Partnered with New York Comic Con uh, to be one of the co- be the you know the coffee New York Comic Con last year, and that went over well. We had a NASCAR uh, last year, so that was kind of cool. We we're like one of the few cough small businesses I think to ever have a NASCAR, but we thought we uh, raced at Dover. It didn't do very well, but you know it was cool. It was a great experience. Yeah, we we don't want to be like the one hit wonder. We we want to be like. Uh, we always bring it back to American Idol for some reason. We're like, we want to be Carrie Underwood. We don't want to be like Ruben Stuttered. <laughs> so we're like, what are we going to do next? We got to keep this keep this wheel spinning. We started working with Ubisoft. Have you heard of Ubisoft? Ubisoft. Actually, right now we're working with them to push out the release of this video game called For Honor. It's this amazing video game where they take warriors from different time periods and put them against each other on a battlefield. So we have like uh, knights going against samurais, going against Vikings. You know, we had some branded bags that we put out with codes on the side, or if you get, you know, if you buy a bag and put the code in, you get to release certain levels and characters in the game. And I don't know, it was a cool partnership and it went over well. And hopefully that, that, that partnership will continue. We can help them push out other games. And I think any brand could do it. It's just it's just asking. It's weird what you can get when you ask. The other day, we, you know, we're all sitting around the office, and we've been sitting behind the desks for the last couple months, and we're all gaining weight, and we're like, man, I wish we had a gym membership. And I'm like, let's call them up, see if we can trade coffee for gym memberships. So we called them up and asked, and they're like, sure. <laughs> so it's funny what you can get when you, when you just ask, you know. <laughs> I still haven't like bought anything cool. My accountant's like, hey, you had a really good year. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? And I'm like, I mean, we're still growing. I, it's, I can't take money out of the business now. Like you gotta keep investing. You know, I don't have any investors or anything. It's just me. You know, I'm, I'm paying myself now finally, which is nice. I'm paying my team what they deserve now, uh, which is nice. You know, we have health insurance, which is cool. We never had that before. Um, so now, you know, we have a lot of, you know, we have a decent amount of capital where we can use to, you know, continue to make mistakes and find the things that work and continue to grow. Right when you're about to succeed is the same moment when you're about to quit, you know? So right when you're about to quit, don't quit because success is right. It's probably right around the corner. And, and it's funny. I've, I've seen that not just with me, but other people have told me that too. They're like right on their last leg. And that's when things started to turn. That's our goal is to grow the brand and find passionate communities. One of our taglines is fueled by death, which basically stands for you know, fuel, fuel your passion. And we're, we try to find passionate communities like the NASCAR community, like the video game community, like the comic book community. And we just want to show up and be like, hey, we want to be your coffee. And that's Death Wish Coffee. It's a pretty amazing story that should give everyone a nice dose of inspiration. It made me rethink how big I should set my sights. We'll be back next time with the story of Howard Lyon, an illustrator who combined his early love of art and role-playing games into a lifelong career and business supplying fantasy art for a very passionate market. 
You can subscribe to the show and listen to the entire first season at FreelanceToFounder.com. While you're there, you'll also find a free gift we've included just for you. If you enjoyed the show, please head on over to iTunes and leave us your honest review. Ratings and reviews help us improve the show and help others find it more easily. I would also personally appreciate it if you would take one moment to tell one friend about the show. Might I recommend as that friend, the one who drove you down to the Jane's Addiction Primus concert in 1990 and made the most awesome night of your high school life possible? Yeah, that friend would really appreciate hearing about the show. For Millo, I'm Dallin Wright. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. I, I see those riots in the streets today a little bit, and I'm like, what are those people doing? And I'm like, I'm like, well, I guess I kind of did that when I was happy. I don't know if I'd do it in anger.